The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hey everybody, I'm Rob Stats Guerrera and welcome to SB Nation's Sunday Late Night Wrap-Up brought to you by DraftKings. This is the show where you'll find out exactly what happened in every game that was played on Sunday. But before we do, we want to remind you, DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That's code SBNNFL only at DraftKings Sportsbook. It was a wild day in the National Football League on Sunday. We had a game with a combined five potential game-winning field goals missed and on a field goal. We had a quarterback that's been in the league for about a quarter century do something he's never done before, and we had a team do something that they haven't accomplished since Richard Nixon was in office. And we will get to all of it, but we begin with Sunday Night Football, where we thought there was going to be a lot of fireworks between the Bills and the Chiefs, but in the end, it was just a little lightning. The game got held up for about an hour or so due to that lightning, but It was just delaying the inevitable because really pretty much everything went Buffalo's way. The Chiefs turned the ball over four times, including three from Patrick Mahomes, and they fell to the Bills 38-20. Josh Allen, fantastic again. 374 total yards, four touchdowns. He helped the Bills get to 4-1. and Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes, merely human. 272 passing yards, two touchdowns to go with two interceptions and a lost fumble. One of those picks was a pick six, by the way. More bad news for Kansas City. Clyde Edwards-Alaire left with a knee injury early in the second half, and Travis Kelsey also left in the closing minutes after taking a blow to the head on an incomplete pass. Let's go to Los Angeles now, where the Browns and the Chargers put on an absolute show. The teams combined for 89 yards and 8 lead changes. That's not enough, you say? Okay, fine. How about four of those lead changes in the final 15 minutes when the teams combined for 41 points? This game had everything. Two 70-yard touchdown passes, a 52-yard touchdown run, and another 42-yard touchdown pass. The go-ahead score came on the third touchdown of the day by Austin Eckler, who the Browns let score, by the way, with about 90 seconds left so they could get another crack at it. Unfortunately for them, a Baker Mayfield Hail Mary fell incomplete, and the Chargers get the 47-42 win 
everybody put up crazy offensive numbers in this one. How about Justin Herbert? 398 yards through the air, five total touchdowns, no interceptions. He now has the most 300-yard passing games by any quarterback in their first two seasons in the league. Baker Mayfield went over 300 yards. Nick Chubb ran for 161 yards and a touchdown. And the aforementioned Austin Eckler, 119 total yards. And like I said, three touchdowns in the game. Oh, by the way, he's going to hop on the SB Nation NFL show on Wednesday of this week. So you definitely want to check that out. Let's go to Cincinnati now where weird things happened if you made your living kicking the ball with your leg. Mason Crosby has a 36-yard field goal with 2 minutes and 16 seconds to go that would have given the Packers the lead. He missed it. He then had a 51-yard field goal at the end of regulation that would have won the game. He missed it. He then had a 40-yard field goal in overtime that would have won the game for the Packers. He missed it. And then Cincinnati gets the ball back, drives down the field. Their rookie kicker, Evan McPherson, says, hold my beer. He goes out there for a 49-yarder in overtime, and he misses it. Nobody wanted to win the game in Cincinnati. Finally, in overtime, a minute and 58 seconds left, 49 yards away. Here comes Mason Crosby. 49-yard field goal attempt for Mason Crosby, who's missed three in a row in this game. Can they get it done here? Mason Crosby for the win. Snap and placement. Here's the kick. It is up. It is good. Mason Crosby got it done. Fourth time a charm. Fourth time a charm for Mason Crosby. And the Packers win it in overtime. 25-22. You talk about mental tenacity. You talk, folks, you talk about stones. Mason Crosby on one of the worst days of his career gets another chance for the fourth time to win this game. And on the fourth time, he gets it done. Wayne Larvey on the Packers radio network on the call. I'm not sure that's the flex you think it is, Wayne, but nonetheless, the Packers finally get the 25-22 win in overtime. Shout out Aaron Rodgers, by the way. He threw two touchdown passes. He moves past Dan Marino and Phillip Rivers and into fifth place on the all-time list. What's that you say? You want more kicker drama? No problem. Let's go to Detroit now, where the Lions were playing the Vikings. Detroit down by seven late, looking for the tying score. There's the snap. Goff runs it on the ground. That is Swift into the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. They're an extra point away from tying this game unless they go for two and try to take the lead and that offense isn't leaving the field. They sure aren't. With 37 seconds left, Dan Campbell's going for the win. 16-15 Vikings. The Lions going for two. Out of the huddle and to the line. Play clock down to 10. Goff takes the snap. Sets deep in the pocket. Looks. Throws. Back of the end. Yes, sir. Caught. Kaderil Hodge. Yes, sir. Two-point conversion. And the Lions have got the lead. Thanks to WXYT-FM 97-1. The ticket on the call. So that's good, right? Everything's coming up Lions. Well, they left 33 seconds left to try and win the game. Kirk Cousins drives him down to the 36-yard line with a chance for the kicker to win it all at the end. 54-yard try left hash. Snap. Spot. Joseph. Excellent leg. Get up there! And yes! It is good! 
Georgia. And the Minnesota Vikings have defeated the Detroit Lions 19-17. Greg Joseph, you're the man. Oh, the best in the business. Paul Allen on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network. They pull out the victory, hand the Lions their ninth straight loss as well. Detroit is 0-5 on the year. After the game, their head coach Dan Campbell got a little emotional. When you see your players give all that they have and uh, and you lose that way, it's tough. You know, you don't want that for them. So, um, but we'll be better for it. To Florida we go now. Stop me if you've heard this before. Tom Brady dominated the Miami Dolphins. TB12 dropped 411 yards and five touchdowns on Miami in a 45-17 win. Believe it or not, it's actually the first time in his 22-year career that Brady hit the 400-yard and five-touchdown milestone in the same game. Mike Evans and Antonio Brown both went over 100 yards with two scores, and Brown became the fastest player to 900 career receptions. With the win, the Bucks now move to 4-1 and one on the year, while the Dolphins have lost four straight after winning to start the year. To Pittsburgh we go, where the Broncos were trailing by 18 points in the fourth quarter before a pair of Teddy Bridgewater touchdown passes brought them within striking distance. They actually had a chance at the end with a Hail Mary, but it was intercepted and the Steelers snapped their three-game losing streak with the 27-19 victory. How did Pittsburgh do it? Pretty simple, really. They ran the ball. Najee Harris racked up a career-high 122 yards and a touchdown as Pittsburgh, as a team, ran the ball 35 times in the game. Combine that with multiple dropped interceptions by the Broncos' defense, and the Steelers have a recipe for a victory. They improve to 2-3. and three. In Vegas, the Raiders' offense had been absolutely rolling, but they hit a brick wall today against the Bears. Justin Fields had all the headlines going into the game because he was the new QB1, but Chicago's defense rose up in this one. They keep the Raiders out of the end zone for a 20-9 win. Fields was not spectacular in this one, 12 of 20 for 111 yards and a touchdown, but the better news for Bears fans is that he came back into the game after hyperextending his knee during an ugly hit in the second quarter. He missed just two plays and returned to the field. After the game, the Raiders uniformly rejected the idea that they may have been distracted by John Gruden's racist comments about NFLPA Executive Director DeMora Smith. I'm sure it was just pure coincidence they had their worst offensive performance of the season directly after those comments came to light. Fields may finally be QB1 for the Bears, but in Arizona, Trey Lance was trying to make his claim to be QB1 for the 49ers. Unfortunately, the Cardinals turned an interception on Lance's first drive into a touchdown, got another score on a fantastic Kyler Murray pass to DeAndre Hopkins in the fourth quarter, and the Cardinals did just enough to stay undefeated and take down the 49ers 17-10. Lance was up and down in his first start, 15-29 of for 192 yards with that interception. He did move the ball effectively on the ground, gaining 89 yards on 16 carries, but he was also stopped twice on fourth down runs, including once right at the goal line. The Cardinals, congratulations, are 5-0 for the first time since 1974. In Maryland, the Washington football team welcomed in the Saints, and they were very, very good hosts. They allowed New Orleans to rack up 369 yards of total offense and go on scoring drives of 75, 60, and 75 yards. And you know what? They even allowed a 49-yard Hail Mary touchdown pass at the end of the first half, too.
all good news for the Saints. They get the 33-22 win. The only unfortunate thing to come out of this game for New Orleans, however, injuries. Taysom Hill took a scary hit and left the game with a concussion. Also, offensive lineman Teron Armstead and Eric McCoy were injured as well. In Dallas, it was just about the one-year anniversary of Dak Prescott's ankle injury. You may have heard that about a thousand times leading up to this game. But it was actually Daniel Jones that left the field on a cart Sunday after a concussion. And that was after Saquon Barkley left the game with an ankle injury. And as you might suspect, after all those injuries, the Giants put up little resistance to the Cowboys. And Big D goes on to win 44-20. to Everything is coming up Dallas right now. Dak Prescott threw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. Zeke Elliott posted two straight 100-yard rushing games for the first time since 2019. And on the defensive side of the ball, Trayvon Diggs had his league-leading sixth interception of the season. He has at least one in every single game this year. The Giants, meanwhile, lost their starting quarterback, the starting running back, and had rookie wide receiver Kadarius Toney ejected for throwing a punch. In Houston, the Patriots and the Texans went back and forth all game long, and then about halfway through the fourth quarter, the Patriots made their move. They get the ball back on the 13-yard line with 7 minutes and 15 seconds left in the game and proceed to go on a 15-play 84-yard drive that ended in a field goal and left just 15 seconds for the Texans to try and tie it. And spoiler alert, they did not. Despite the loss, Davis Mills actually looked pretty good in this one following last week's 87-yard four-interception game against the Bills. Mills on Sunday, 21 of 29, 312 yards, three touchdowns, and no picks. Despite that good game, however, Bill Belichick continued his success against rookie quarterbacks, improving to 23-6 and in those games. The Eagles were on the road in Carolina to take on the Panthers. It did not start quickly for Philadelphia. They were held to just 88 yards in the first half, but Jalen Hurts ran in his second touchdown of the day to help the Eagles snap their three-game losing streak and earn a 21-18 win. Philly managed just five first downs in the first half, but Sam Darnold was in mid-season form and threw three interceptions to keep Nick Sirianni's crew in the game. Carolina falls to 3-2, and two, while the Eagles improved to 2-3. and three. The Jets and Falcons went to London and did their best to stop the spread of football in Europe. Atlanta was up 20-3 to at halftime before the Jets scored 14 straight points to tighten things up. But in the end, Atlanta held on for the 27-20 win. They are now 2-3 and on the year. And Matt Ryan is quietly on a nice little run. He threw for 342 yards and two touchdowns today. In his last three games, Ryan has eight touchdowns and no interceptions. To Jacksonville we go now, where no head coach in the league needed a win more than Urban Meyer. Last week was a complete and utter disaster for him, and guess what? This week didn't start any better. Derrick Henry ran for 130 yards and three touchdowns. Kevin Byard returned a fumble for a score, and the Tennessee Titans whooped up on the Jaguars 37-19. Henry now has 640 yards on the ground through five games. What an absolute monster. The Jags, meanwhile, have lost 20 straight games. That puts them in sole possession of the second-longest losing streak in NFL history, six shy of tying the record Tampa Bay set in 1977 over its first two seasons as an expansion team. Turns out when your head coach doesn't fly back with the team and is caught on video with a woman who isn't his wife, it's not really good for team morale. 
That's going to do it for this edition of the Late Night Wrap-Up brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave us a rating and a review. Make sure you follow the SB Nation NFL show. It takes two seconds from you, but it makes a big, big difference for us. Enjoy your week, everybody. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk tomorrow. 